Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hello, I'm Horticulture Week editor Matthew Appleby and this is the Horticulture Week podcast. Today I'm with ICL's Sam Rivers and Syngenta's Glenn Kirby and we're talking about adjuvants to mark ICL launching a new one called Elasto. We're going to discuss use of adjuvants and application and what crops to use them on. Now Glenn works for Syngenta and is currently their technical manager for turf and landscape, ornamentals and pest management. He has over 25 years experience of practical turf management skills from both downland and parkland environments, along with experience from both corporate and members golf clubs. He has held the course manager's role at Hockley Golf Club in Hampshire, and before that, head greenkeeper at the Heritage Course at the London Club in Kent. He has been through the Ohio State University programme in the US, including championship preparation for the prestigious Oak Hill Country Club. So welcome, Glenn. Thank you, Matthew. How are you? I'm good, thanks. And welcome, Sam. Hi again, Matthew. Uh, now, just to remind you, Sam is ICL Technical Area Sales Manager, and he studied at the University of Kentucky, which is quite near Ohio. So, Glenn, did you ever meet up for a round when you were over there? With Sam? Uh, no, America is a very big place, and uh, <laughs> look close on a map. I'm not sure it's close enough to pop down for a round of golf, is it, Sam? It's, it's a long way to go for, for a round, yeah, definitely. It looked close to me on the map anyway. But anyway, anyway, so to kick off, firstly, um, something on the background on adjuvants. So, Glenn, what are they? Pretty simple, really. They're a way to get more from your product. Um, I think what we're all looking to do is get absolutely the best out of every product we put into our tank. And we can do that from a number of perspectives. We can work really hard on setting our spray systems up so that we apply them better. And we can also look to see what we can put in the tank to mix with them to get more out of them. So that's important from a number of angles, um, getting the most out of the product for yourselves and from a stewardship point of view as well, which is really important. Sam, what do you reckon is, is the future of adjuvants in ornamental horticulture? Well, there's, um, 
as a changing environment in the industry uh, and the world uh, with regards to new products uh, and the drive is to, to utilize more sustainable options. So many new products coming to the market are based on more natural solutions. And they're sometimes not as effective as conventional chemical approaches. Uh, and they often require technical knowledge on their application to maximize their performance. Uh, biostimulants, uh, they're a good example of this. Uh, if applied correctly, they offer many benefits to the plant. Uh, but the key phrase here is applied correctly. Um, you know, more sustainable products often have less tolerances to the way they're applied. Uh, they usually have to be applied more often and they have compatibility issues. Um, utilizing technology such as adjuvants can help maximize the product performance, uh, which will be crucial as, as the world becomes more sustainable. Um, adjuvants, they, they've been used uh, and they're being used in horticulture currently. Uh, I, I personally feel they've probably been overlooked in some regards, um, but with these new sustainable products emerging into the market, adjuvants are undergoing an almost uh, rejuvenation uh, as we're seeing the benefits they offer when applied with more sustainable options, such as biostimulants. Now we're going to talk a bit about using adjuvants. So, Glenn, what considerations should be made when you are using adjuvants? Well, I think it's really important to think about what are you trying to achieve with that application? What have you got in that tank? Do you understand that product? And what are you trying to do with it? Where do you want to get that product on the plant? And we've got a wide range of targets in ornamental controls. We've got large age diversity going on and species diversity. And there's changing dynamics. One plant might look like something one day. You come back three weeks later, it looks completely different. So getting good coverage is really tricky. And when we're thinking about this, we want to be thinking, whereabouts in the plant do we want it how much of the plant do we want to cover what is the problem we are trying to target are we looking at a soil bound fungus here or are we looking at something that's on the leaf are we looking at an insect that's feeding on the leaf where are we trying to target this product and with all of those things i mentioned just a little while ago about the kind of wide range of plants we've got to think really carefully about one how we apply things through the sprayer what pressure what nozzles um, methodologies for that but two what can we do to help stick it where we want it or move it to where we want it we've just got to think those things through and sam what are the pros and cons of using adjuvants yeah with uh, many products there are both positives and negatives regarding their use and i think with adjuvants it's no exception uh, but as glenn was saying a lot of it comes down to understanding where you want to use them uh, the pros, uh, they can help improve certain product performance. Uh, they do this by uh, increasing the coverage of products on the leaf surface, uh, which we can show with some cool uh, fluorescent imaging technology, uh, which we can't obviously show on a podcast, um, but we can provide that information to growers if, if they're interested. Um, it's also been shown to increase retention on the leaf surface as there's much less runoff and, and bounce of the products. Essentially means it improves contact with the products you're using on the leaf surface, which in turn results in a higher uptake of certain actives into the leaf. Uh, but this is where the product selection, the products you intend to use with adjuvants with, and knowing what the plants you'll be applying them to becomes important. Sensitive species 
they might be prone to phytotoxicity due to the increased uptake of the active. And this is the reason we always recommend trialing on a smaller scale first to see how the, the plant will actually respond. Uh, the other consideration is that you know, if using with pesticides, some pesticides might have restrictions on their use. And it might be the case that when using an adjuvant, you have to lower the application rate of the pesticide to avoid environmental issues. We always recommend uh, speaking to an advisor and consult the label or EMEO uh, on the product you intend to use. Um, again, some products already contain an adjuvant, but it's not always obvious. Uh, foliar feeds, for example, are often formulated that way. It's not to say just because a product contains an adjuvant and don't use another one. Uh, in ornamental horticulture, uh, particularly, many products are formulated for more agricultural use, and they're often applied with different spraying equipment than in horticulture. So utilizing a specialist adjuvant formulated specifically for horticulture might offer better performance. But again, we always recommend consulting the label or the EMU, um, your technical advisor. Um, you can even speak to the manufacturer for advice on this. Now, Glenn, I mentioned the Elasto product earlier, so can you tell me a bit more about Elasto G5, please? Yeah, so Elasto G5 is the new adjuvant that we're releasing in the UK, but we're launching now um, with ICL. Uh, it's something that has been developed historically uh, in the Syngenta team, and it's got a long history um, in and around Europe where adjuvants have been much more readily adopted um, than they have in the UK. So we've got a lot of historic data around this product um, and a lot of information about it. And it's, it's a polyglycerol and coconut fatty acid based adjuvant. And um, it's great for hydrophilic molecules. Now that's a bit of kind of science, but what that's really about is products that have a strong affinity to water this is great for. There, there's no downside to using it with lipophilic products, um, but we're working on bringing some adjuvants to the market that will really bring the same benefits to those lipophilic ones as well. So we'll have the whole team. But for, for now, there's no downside to using it on those other type of products, but it's really strong on ones that have a strong affinity to water. It, it's a little bit different to other uh, products we got in the UK, uh, adjuvants. It, really, really good at promoting wetting of the leaf and spreading products over the leaf and really pinning things to that leaf, which in turn has a big impact on the foliar uptake of active ingredients. So this is really about getting products stuck to that leaf and taken into that leaf, which gives us better results and efficacy out of the active ingredient, which is the engine of these products that we're trying to make the most of. Um, improved retention, really strong coverage, and it's green chemistry, which is great. Um, one of the things it's really strong at is in those kind of bio programs that um, Sam was talking about. Um, we've got some really nice work looking at biostimulants and biocontrols and the uplift. It just helps us get more out of those because we're pinning more of the product that we want where we want it. And from a rate point of view, we're looking at 0.25%. So that's just worth noting, which is two and a half liters in a thousand liters of water. Um, but yeah, some really nice results in the trial work and it's been very popular for us in other regions. That's good news. Thanks, Glenn. Um, Sam, can you tell me a little bit more about what situations growers would consider using Elasto G5? 
Yeah, so we touched on it a little bit. The, the, the key here will to be really understand your production process, um, understand how the products you're intending to use Elasto with work, and understand how your target plants might respond to increased performance of, of the said product. Uh, you know, like I said, some products already contain adjuvants in the formulation, so always check the label before using and always trial on a, on a small scale first. Um, the next thing to really consider is, is what is the problem you're trying to tackle and understand how an adjuvant might help. Uh, so for example, you might be using a biostimulant, a biofungicide or, or a conventional fungicide in a disease plan against powdery mildew. Uh, now powdery mildew being a fungal disease of the foliage, an adjuvant will help improve the coverage and uptake as more product is held on the leaf surface. So you're likely to get more efficacy against the problem. Um, we've got some really good trial data, as Glenn was saying, uh, with the biostimulant high cure uh, that when combined with Elasto, uh, it reduces the percentage of disease incidents uh, of powdery mildew in potted roses, more so than when high cure is just applied separately. Um, but again, I keep stressing it, always make sure the products you're using are compatible and we can provide those lists for you. Um, and obviously ICL, we've just released a plant health planner in an online format. So we can work with growers um, on their nurseries to, to generate generate solutions for problems utilizing products such as Elasto. And in the process, take a, a lot of the guesswork on when to apply these products out of the equation. Talking about compatibility, Glenn, what is the compatibility like with adjuvants such as Elasto G5? And um, are there any issues with phytotoxicity? It's an adjuvant designed specifically for this purpose, so the compatibility of it is excellent. We've got no uh, compatibility issues with it that we have come across, and we have a huge history of it in other regions, like I was saying earlier. Um, issues with phytotoxicity, again, loads of trial data on this, loads of background information, and no historic issues of phytotoxicity. Now, where we have had reports of challenges, it's... It's really understanding and um, expanding on Sam's point earlier, but what we're doing is we are making more of the product that's being tank mixed with this. So if you have plants that are slightly susceptible or vulnerable to various active ingredients or products, we are sticking more of that to the leaf with this. So that's something we've got to be aware of. We're exposing the plant to more of that active ingredient by getting it in the right place. So Sam's absolutely spot on. Do some trial work with this stuff. Do some small areas to make sure you're comfortable with it, particularly on vulnerable or susceptible crops with active ingredients that you know may have a history. It's not the adjuvant. It's the fact that the adjuvant is doing a good job of getting that product where we want it. Sam, have you got any examples of Elasto G5 improving the performance of any products, please? Yeah, I mean, like I say, we've done a lot of, lot of trial work with this product. We'll talk about uh, plant growth regulators. Uh, we've done some trial work on plants such as poinsettia and sophinias uh, that lower dose rates, you know, when they're combined with Elasto, perform just as well as the full application rates of uh, plant growth regulators without Elasto. Uh, which is likely due to the fact that more active is staying on the leaf. So the benefit there is, is less chemical is being used. Um, but again, exercise caution. Uh, those who grow plants such as poinsettias uh, know how temperamental they can be. I think if you sneeze on them, they, uh, they die sometimes. Um, and I think the message I, we keep saying over and over again is 
consult the label and trial on a small scale first. Um, don't go all in straight away because you need to understand how, how it will actually work on your crop. Um, you know, that's just one example. Uh, we've done work on contact fungicides such as switch uh, on botrytis and cyclamen. Again, more so uh, than just using the active on its own. You could probably see a, a pattern emerging here. Um, you know, most of the trials that have been conducted, they're showing when you use elasto with the active, it improves their efficacy um, more so than using it just on its own at a full rate. I think the area elasto will have a lot of success is with the more sustainable products we see emerging on the market. Uh, like I mentioned with the biostimulant high cure, um, these products have less tolerances on their application um, and they need that increased efficacy to optimize the success. Um, again, just stressing, stick to label recommendations, trial on a small scale first, but you can speak to your local technical manager. Um, you know, the correct application will, will be crucial here. Cool, thanks Sam. So to summarize, Glenn, What's your take-home message to the industry uh, regarding the use of adjuvants? It's pretty simple. We, we have a probably a reducing toolbox of traditional chemistry, um, and it's so important we make the very or get the very best out of all of those products that are in the toolbox. Um, increasingly, we're going to see biostimulants and biocontrols come to the market, which are going to need as much help as we can give them. Um, and we can do that through the use of the right adjuvant technology and correct application techniques. You know, the, one doesn't counter the other. You can't get your application techniques wrong and get out of trouble by using an adjuvant. Equally, you can't do it the other way either. You've got to try and get those two things right. So start learning and understanding the products. Understand where you want to get them. Talk to your technical advisor and really understand that. And let's use adjuvants and application technology to really move us forward and get us into the right place because this is an exciting place to be. There's some real opportunities here to use much greener, safer technologies and still come up with great results. So it's an interesting period um, that we should all start embracing and looking into really. Great, thanks Glenn. And Sam, how can growers find out more information regarding adjuvants? Well, if you did a Google search of adjuvants, uh, there's quite a lot of information that appears and it can be quite overwhelming to decipher for it all and can get quite confusing as they are used in many different markets. So my advice is to speak to your local technical manager. You know, myself and Glenn are always happy to help give advice on, on their application, the rates of use, et cetera. Um, and with Elasto G5, we, you know, we have a product now for the ornamental horticulture market and ICL and Syngenta will be pushing a lot of information on this product over the coming months through our websites, uh, technical talks, podcasts such as this as well. Um, so yeah, it's, it just speak to your, speak to your local, um, advisors, do the, um, Google searches on, on the product websites and the information will be there. to finish glenn as the podcast tailpiece i'm going to ask you what's your desert island plant what plant would you choose if you were stuck on a desert island oh wow that, that's a tricky one as you as you alluded to in the opening matthew my background is very much sports turf rather than horticulture um well i did study horticulture many many years back but I'm a big fan of a bit of landscaping and I think if I had to choose one plant and I wasn't allowed to take turf onto that desert island with me to have a few putts on my putting green, 
think I'd have to go for a nice bit of U hedging. I do love a bit of U hedging, nice and sharp, as long as you gave me a nice sharp hedge cutter so I could keep it pristine. That would keep me happy on my desert island, I think. Brilliant. Thanks, Glenn. Now, I'm Matthew Appleby, and I've been talking adjuvants with Sam Rivers of ICL and Glenn Kirby of Syngenta. Thanks for listening to the Horticulture Week podcast. Make sure you never miss one. Subscribe to or follow Horticulture Week podcasts via Apple iTunes, Spotify or Google Podcasts or your preferred podcast platform. Once again, thank you and goodbye till next time. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.